What's up, gentlemen and ladies? The tables have turned. This time I said it the other way around. Today I have Tiffany Jenkins. Welcome, Tiffany. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. On a scale of one to ten, how happy are you right now? I'm gonna be honest. I'm a I'm a two, but I'm a ten when it comes to nervousness. Because I've been watching nice. your videos and uh I don't know what the F's going on, which is the reason that I wanted to do this. Because I'm curious. Curiosity. Do you, are you familiar with the the saying curiosity killed the cat? Yes, I am. Well, that cat's not here right now. So <laughs> I, I guess uh, we'll go, just go straight into it. Tiffany, how are you? And tell everyone about yourself. I am wonderful. They, I just woke up, actually. So um, I'm super tired. I sound more manly than usual. I am um, a mom. Got a bunch of kids. I'm a recovering addict. I just, um, I'll have 10 years sober in November. I, uh, I wrote a book and for some reason people read it, make weird videos on the internet. And, um, I'm sure, I'm sure there's more. I just can't think at the moment. Is that real hair? It's not. I hope not. It might be someone's, but it's not mine. Is that, is that something you do often wear other people's hair on Wednesdays? Today, I'm wearing my good hair for this mm-hmm. podcast. So you're a fan of white, white hair? You like white hair? I like all colored hair. What do you hate in life? Mm. Well, I have so many answers. I'm just trying to narrow it down. Okay. I guess top five. Top five things you hate in life. Hate most. Pedophiles, obligations, rejection mornings and um making commitments ahead of time okay i'll tell you five things i hate okay all right i too hate pedophiles okay that's a that's a no-go i will never have a pedophile on my show at least if they don't tell me then i'll be cool with it because i don't know but if I know, then it's a no-go. So, that's one, all right? Two, people who, who go back on their word. And three, I guess banana-flavored candy. Four, people who aren't genuine, people who are fake. And five, let's go with sex, sex predators. Which is different from, you. are you referring to ones who, like, take advantage of people regardless of the age? Like, like... I'm talking about, okay, so let's talk about hunting real quick. If we go hunting, right, mm-hmm. there's prey and there's the predator. The, the hunter would be the predator trying to look for prey, you know, like deer or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think of that, but for people in the sexual sense, right? Like, regardless of age, okay? Although, it, 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 if we're going specific, you know, I already said I hate pedophiles. So, I just want to make sure you're not trying to cheat, is what I'm trying to make. Like, I want to make sure you have five. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I guess, you know, also over the age of, like, you know, minors, that's, like, that's what I'm talking about, too. I, we're incorporating those, too. So, right. that's, we throw them away, you know, like, get out the window, you know? Like, yeah. I'll throw them out the window. I'll throw any pedophile out a window and, and predator out the window. Yeah. I like that. I like your answers. They're all good. The banana one caught me off guard, but I like I agree with you on them. Do you like bananas? Not that I I mean I do, but the banana flavored candy one caught me off guard because well, I just felt like if you were going to like a candy, it would be banana flavored. There's a difference. So, okay, if we if we're going to get into it, let's get into it. So, there's a difference between banana bananas and mm. banana flavored candy, you know, because they they taste different, very different from each other. Okay, interesting. I'm gonna have to investigate. Speak because banana laffy taffy, that is not a banana. Okay, it's similar to banana, but I would argue that that's the worst laffy taffy flavor 
Period. Okay? And this is coming from a banana. So, <laughs> trust me, bro. Like, I don't even, I can't even eat Laffy Taffy's, dude. I don't like them. Yeah, exactly. Because they're garbo. They're garbage. Like, set them on like, fire. Yeah, they're ripping my teeth from the hinges. If you're going to eat Laffy Taffy, you might as well jump off a cliff. Because well, I feel like you just, you just have, you just, you're okay with not enjoying life. That's a big statement. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress, you know, as this is, I'm just. Listen, I no, support I am your thoughts. Yeah. yeah. I, don't backtrack now. If you want people who like Laffy Taffy's diving off a of cliffs, like I support your viewpoint. Well, at least make sure there's like, like a. Trampoline. I guess like a, yeah, a tramp, like a trampoline. Not a tramp, but like <laughs> a soft, squishy space. Either way. You know, like bouncy house. Right. You know that trampoline joke? It's my, one of my favorites. No. What is it? It's going to sound stupid now that I've set it up this way. Um, but this isn't directed at you. I would like to clarify. Okay. Ahead of time. They used to be called jumpolines until your mom got on one. I didn't make it up. It's, but it's one of my favorite jokes. I use it every time I'm at a kid's party and there's a trampoline. I find a way to sneak it into the conversation. Do you tell that to a kid or, or to a parent? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I would like to, but I don't. Wait, to, to, you would like to to what? To a kid? I would like to tell kids sometimes at parties that their mom's being a tramp, but I don't. You know what you should do, right? Since kids don't know shit, right? So you should tell them adult jokes and then just walk away. That's so messed up. I couldn't. I would never. But that seems like something you would do in your banana suit. You know what I mean? They're, and then the yeah. kid tries to tell their mom. They're like, Mom, this banana just told me about wee-wees. And the mom's going to be like, okay, honey, go play with your friend. Like, it, yeah. she's not going to believe them. Exactly. That's why you have to wear... Wear a costume first, and then switch out of it so no one knows. It's a genius. Thank. This isn't my first rodeo, so okay. I've I've just given myself a great idea. Okay. Any any time you have a you know a gathering or a birthday party, you know just uh, shoot the whistle, right? I don't know. shoot the whistle. I'm not sure what that means. Me neither. I just I just, <laughs> I like I, I was like. I like it. Blow the whistle, I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. that makes yeah. different things. Like, not that I want to be around kids, okay? No, 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 no. This, okay, this has gotten too strange. I'm, we're not going this down this rabbit hole. So, um, you're, you're, you're a comedian? You tell jokes? No, I don't really, I, I don't feel comfortable calling myself that, to be honest. Um, but it was recommended I put that on my bio. I do comedy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you call yourself a comedian, there's an expectation to like be funny, and I'm not funny all the time. So I I do comedy. I could have just said yes. Yeah, you could have said yes, but I I appreciate the truth because I think it's like you said, if you call yourself a comedian or like anything of a profession, there's like a higher expectation for you because they people expect you to be like good in that field or like Mm. you know like if i call myself a comedian you'd probably be like this kid a comedian i could see it you'd be such a quirky you'd be such a specific niche niche i never know how to say the word but like you're one of those people who comes out on stage very unassuming and then just says the most random shit and by the end of it, the crowd's like, what the hell just happened? We love him. That's what you, I, th- I think you should try it, actually. Like stand up? I, yeah, I'm too yeah, scared. Yeah, I'm down to try it once. You should do it. I feel like, I don't know. You know what? My, okay. If I, okay, pretend, pretend we're in a stand up like session. I'm like, I've just, you know, they, okay, introduce me. Just, okay. just introduce me. Coming to the stage, we've got a new guy. It's his first time on stage. Let's make him feel welcome, Jordan the Banana Lamb. Thank you, everybody. Hope hope everyone's having a good night. So, <laughs> stakes. What's 
what's dealing with gas prices? Didn't they they went down? So yeah, that would be my first joke. And like <laughs> what? that's what I'm talking about. I don't know what the hell I just experienced. <laughs> but I really my ears enjoyed it. No, but seriously, these gas prices, I'm so glad they went down. Like they were so high. Like I didn't but even now know. they're down. I left I don't leave the house, so I didn't know. Is it because you're rich? <laughs> Ew, that was such an old man laugh. That was a rich old man laugh, wasn't it? I no. It's because I have crippling anxiety. I'm rich in fear. So you have fear within you. Most of me like, is made up by fear. Okay. So what would happen? Hear me out. Right? I'm already scared. I can't. If you opened that fear and scared other people into having fear. No, it's like projection. You know, astral projection? Yeah. It's like, yes, it's like I tried fear. it for so long. Yeah. Are you saying that my fear inherently scares people or I should take my fear and use it to scare others in a haunted house? kind of way yeah you know how people bully people yeah so bullying it's probably because the bully you know grew up in a, a poor environment like you know yeah. they want other people to feel the same way as them so what i'm what i'm saying is you have crippling fear so you can use that fear to put fear into other people's hearts i don't it's like sharing feel that's a nice thing to do <laughs> yeah I <don't> so <laughs> i was there i was like with you i'm like this is gonna be profound life-changing information <laughs> and right. then at the end you took a sharp left into mean town and uh i think i'll just keep it i think i'll just keep it all for my, <laughs> myself no you know what we learned from this interaction just now this little brief fear um, interaction. We just learned that deep down, there's hope. There's good within you. Okay? Just like, you know Star Wars? So there's a light side and a dark side. Your fear is the dark side. It's like up here right now. Right? But then yeah. deep down in the bottom is the light. Or the good. And you have that. It's deep down there. Hopefully we can, we can get it up. But yeah, I, uh, I'm in lots of therapy, so I'll be, I'll be good. In, it's not that I don't leave my house. With this wig and, every, and a horse thing, I look like a person who doesn't, who like doesn't leave their house. But I really, I mean, I leave it when I go on tour. And I leave it when there's like kids' birthday parties where I have to go scare kids and stuff. But other than that, I just, I try to feel safe in my house the outside world there's a lot of a lot of people and i don't like talking to them is do you think that you don't like talking to people because i've experienced the same thing i i like i used to have anxiety or why do you think that you don't like talking to people i think that well it it feels very surface level me on one hand it's very much hi how are you good how are you great what's up not much what's up with you not much how's the husband yeah. great and it's very just it feels like a pointless interaction to me it's just you yeah. you're t you have to say those things so you say them it's like a weird societal thing and then on the other hand when i go out i bump into people who know me recognize me and they say you know i i wanted to do drugs and end everything. And then I read your book and now I want to, and it's a, it's a very deep, deep conversation about their life. And um, I'm just trying to get like asparagus for dinner and I'm not mentally like, but I, I can't. Yeah. So, so I engage. So it's one or the other. It, it's either meaningless or it's too meaningful. If I could yeah, yeah. go out and just be like, Hey Bill, Hey, Cheryl, you know, whatever, then that would be cool. But 
don't know. I just, we as humans, we're, we're interesting creatures and it, it physically makes me tense up. I feel this is a long rambly answer, but when you asked in the beginning, do you have expectations? I feel like people have expectations of me right off the bat. And I, it's my duty to live up to whatever expectations they have of me from what they've seen on the internet. And sometimes I'm in a shitty mood and I want to tell everyone to F off, but because they follow me and may like me, I gotta be nice. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have said that. I, I relate. Do you think it's a wrong time, wrong place thing too? Because if you're trying to get a broccoli and, you know, someone, an acquaintance just comes up to you and tells you their entire life story or overshares, do you think that if you were perhaps in like a, a therapy setting with that said person, you would be more open to that conversation? That is what I'm getting ready to go to college for. <laughs> So that I can control these situations. I want to be a therapist with my own office. And I want people to come in and sit down and talk to me. Not catch me when I'm buying tampons and lube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I guess. Do you, like, do these people that talk to you in the supermarket, do they know about, like, your, your, your presence on the internet? Yeah. Um, but, you know what? Honestly, I love getting recognized and I love when people come up to me it makes me feel really good I don't want people hearing this thinking oh if I ever see her I can't talk to her because she's an asshole and she won't be happy about it anybody in general conversations with my I just I don't know if it's because I've been working from home and like trapped in my house for so long that now humans feel intimidating to me or what it is but I like quiet I like to uh isolate I like to just be alone which is mm-hmm. crazy given my social media stuff. But yeah, I think it's anybody, anytime, anywhere. And the past couple of years uh, that we've had, where we've all been forced at times to stay indoors and stay out of the public has really like conditioned my brain to enjoy being alone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's break it down. All right. So... This has just turned into a therapy session. I love therapy. So, which came first, the anxiety or the love of isolation? I'd say the anxiety. I've had it since I was a little kid. I, when I would talk my parents, or I wouldn't talk my parents in at night. Let's clarify. Okay. <laughs> when they would take me in, I'd always be, I'd always like cry and beg them to stay in my room because I thought they were going to die. And I just had really dark thoughts. I wouldn't play on the playground because I was afraid I'd break my arm. Like, it's been around forever. I just didn't know what it was when I was little. Yeah. Do you believe in the, did you believe in the boogeyman? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was mostly scared of death. I was scared of losing my parents and hurting myself. It was, so I've since been diagnosed with harm OCD, which is actually a thing, I guess, where you have a, compulsive fear of either yourself or your loved ones getting hurt to the point where you stop doing things, you know? And so anyway, I went through exposure therapy for it, but at, when I was little, I didn't know what it was. So when you see a kitchen knife, what do you think? Um, now I just, I, I don't think anything with the kitchen knives. Cause I, I have uh, warned my kids not to use knives a lot and I um, although I, there are times where I think I should hide these for bedtime in case anybody breaks in and tries to use it to kill me in my sleep no yeah I sometimes I think we all have these I think it's if you're if you don't have these thoughts of where when you see a knife or any sharp object that you could like do some harm with it like I like, I've imagined myself, like, just taking a kitchen knife and just, like, like, I have some dark thoughts. But yeah, not that I've acted upon them, all right? Okay? I, I didn't do anything. So, but it's like, damn. Like, I, you could imagine that scenario. And it's like, 
if you can imagine it, then it could be possible. And that's like, that scares me, you know? Hypothetically, if I were to go to a therapist and she told me a story, hypothetically, about another client of hers with OCD, or they hypothetically think that they're afraid they're going to hurt someone. So the therapy sessions consist of this person like holding a knife up to the therapist's back. And they're like crying and freaking out because they're so afraid that they're going to hurt the therapist. And the therapist just knows that nothing's going to happen. They don't actually want to do it. Um, but there are people who are so terrified that they might do something that they avoid having knives in the house or going out in public. So I don't think, you know, you're there. But of course, we all think I have really dark, intrusive thoughts. That when they start to, you know, morph into desire to fulfill the thoughts is when you got to talk to somebody. I feel like wink, wink. That's you. I'm just saying if you have got the number of someone you need. <laughs> well, if you're thinking about stabbing anyone, just I don't want to turn this into a Dr. Phil episode. I'm just saying specifically you in the banana suit. If you look at a knife and you're like, man, I could fillet some, some thigh with that. Like I have the number of somebody for you. <laughs> Oh, okay. No, no. I think I'm a-okay. But I think we, we've been talking about knives for a little bit. And I think we're really focusing on the wrong thing here. Why do we focus so much on sharp, these sharp objects, right? Couldn't anything else, like, say, given an iPad, like, with given with enough force, also end someone like we don't think about that do we like we could say i had a chair right and i just picked it up and then there was a kid i could i could harm that kid like not that i would okay again i have the number of somebody <laughs> if you just throw <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, listen, I'm this people wrestling. You wrestling. They they throw chairs all the time. Okay. This this shit's real. This is not yeah. a fantasy, guys. Okay. Yeah. No, you could and, if you're so busy focusing on knives that you don't see the the tumbler cup coming at you from behind, you got a problem. So you gotta yeah. give dull objects the respect that they deserve, for sure. No, you know what it is? I think people are so, like, they're conditioned to think, like, yeah, okay. What, what is the use of paper, okay? You write on it. You can make, uh, you can fold it and do stuff with it. Like, but did you know? And you can get paper cuts, okay? And while you, they, they're not harmful, like, at least on a, a grand scale, okay? They're annoying to deal with, okay? But do people really think about that when they think about paper? No, that's like the the least of their worries. They're like, okay, I just need paper because I need to organize my thoughts. I need notes or I need to write something down. But no, they don't think about, oh my God, I just got a cut and I'm bleeding. I need a Band-Aid. No. So that's, that's where my mind is. Yeah, not... Until they get by a lemon, you know, and then it's like, oh, yeah, papers yeah. are real. Like, you don't think about it until you're cutting up a lemon and you get a little lemon in that paper cut. And then you're like, I will jump out this window. It's hard. Yeah. Do you think that those people who who like cry or are so afraid of hurting other people, like by the knife thing with the therapist, do you think they just. Like, they're so imaginative, like, their mind. Or do you think that's, like, you know how you cry when you cut onions? I, um, <clears throat> I never cried cutting onions. First of all, I never cut an onion, really. I'm not much of a cook. But when I have cut an onion, I have contact lenses, so my retinas and my irises are protected, and the, it doesn't penetrate the cry layer. But I imagine, um, I can only speak from experience as somebody with this harm situation. I have really dark thoughts. It feels like a movie playing in my head of 
uh, really violent act and I can't turn them off once they start, like in my head. So I imagine for the person who has a fear of hurting somebody, it's the same thing. They are seeing themselves in their head going and physically doing harm to other people and they're afraid that they're going to do it. Okay, so, but you never act upon it. Well, I asked who, like, it's not me. It's whoever this person is that would be experiencing it. And I, from what I know, uh, it, it, it isn't a desire to, it's just a fear. And so generally, from what I understand, it never comes to fruition. You know, what are you afraid of? Me? Yeah. I'm afraid of death. I'm afraid of um, spiders and roaches. I'm afraid of uh, small talk. I'm afraid of the house getting burglarized. I'm afraid of house fires. I'm afraid of... Did I already say something happening to my kids? No. I'm afraid of my kids choking when they're eating hot dogs or grapes. Um, I'm afraid of messing my kids up and passing my anxiety on to them. I mean... I don't know how much time we have. I'm afraid of everything, pretty much. So you're not afraid of hot dogs or grapes themselves, but the fact that they could, like, like your kids could choke on them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you like hot dogs? I did until I, like, learned what they were, and then I stopped liking them. Unless yeah. they're cut up and in some mac and cheese, then I'll run the train on them. But other than that, I can't really eat them by choice. Because I was about to say, like, the way to conquer your fear is to, like, live, bathe in that fear. But then you said you're afraid of death. So, I, yeah, that's going to be problematic. Um, you're not wrong at <laughs> all. I just went through the most intensive exposure therapy that I've ever been through. It's going to be in a documentary, actually. and. She had me have my kids eat grapes and hot dogs, and I couldn't watch them do it. But I had to read this script of my kid choking on a hot dog, like in great detail. So it was written in a way that, you know, their names and everything. And I had to read it over and over and over and over and over and over again and expose myself to it over and over and over again until it no longer physically affected me the way that it did. And so it was five separate times a day. Is it lessened? Oh, yeah. But you still have that fear. Um, I, not to the point where I don't let them eat hot dogs and grapes, because that was where it was at. They're not allowed to eat that. And I had to sit okay. and watch them. Okay, so you also said your house getting blur burglarized was a mm -hmm. fear. So here's what I proposed, right? Okay, hear me out. So... You should just uh, do this like role play situation, right? Or this, you know, acting, you know? You... So, you, okay, um, there's going to be two teams, all right? The burglars and, you know, you guys who are in the house, okay? So then to eliminate your fear of burglary, you have to burglarize your own house. Okay, the only way it can be fair is get your, get a, uh, a close family friend, right? Who, or no, no. You could honestly pay a a distant relative who's never been to your house, doesn't know where anything is, but because you're blood related, you know, if they actually steal something, that that's fucked up. So you have that to hold over against them, you know. So that way they won't steal anything, but also they don't know the layout of your house, right? So they'd be the burglar, right? Mm. And then you guys, you guys, the fam, will be in the house, right? And then this will all be at night, by the way. So I've, cause I feel like if it were to be burglarized, it would be, have to be at night. But you could also do it during the day. So you could just prepare, prepare yourself, hold out, or live day by day, just and tell the, the relative, like, okay, so, um, my this week I'm gonna be pretty open. So if you could just like you know, rob my house at any any of these times, I'll I'll be ready. And that you know, so it's like you have to you have to be like on your guard, ready, right? So this is just practice. This is all just practice, okay? Yeah, so yeah. 
once once that goes down, right? Once you guys agree to the terms, you know, sign contracts, whatever. Um, then when the time comes, you're just living, you're just watching Netflix or something, you know, you're just uh, chilling, right? You're and then and then bang out of nowhere, what's that? A gunshot or or uh something Wait. flew through the window? What? Oh, I didn't know that part of the contract was them to come in with guns blazing. Like at first. <laughs> It seemed doable. <laughs> and then you said, what was that? A gunshot? Like, I feel like that escalated. Oh, yeah. Listen, that's why I said, what was that? Because we don't know for sure if it was a gun. Oh, okay, okay. Might have been a brick, okay? I, <laughs> I'm just saying, okay? There's, there's so many uh, nuances that go into this. There's so many different pathways, so many choices you could take, okay? But here's the thing. Only you know that you hired the relative so nobody else knows and they're actually legitimately trying to fend off this guy so um yeah and then through the rest of the night it might take like 5 10 20 minutes but just see you know how how it goes and you know if Question. what do you think my kids are 6 7 and 11 so when it comes to them trying to fend off a burglar. I feel like they're likely just going to pee wherever they're standing and then hide. Okay. My husband will probably murder the person with his fist. My husband's a big gorilla, huge, strong dude. Okay. Um, I feel like what you have said is actually a great idea in terms of us practicing having something in place if somebody were to so if somebody were to try to come in and the alarm starts going off my kids already know in their head all right we have to go in the closet and hide under a pile of clothes and stay there until we get the all clear blah 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 like if we came up with some kind of plan yeah then we can test it right with a relative that's a good idea yeah yeah so maybe I'll try that. Okay, so I hear what you're saying. Right. You gave me a few ideas with that. So, okay. The peeing thing. Your kids, 6, 7, uh, 11, I think you said. So 6 plus 7, 13 plus 18, 31. Okay. Three, three children equals 31 years of age. So that is a full-grown man. Okay? <laughs> yeah. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> you have two full-grown men in your house already, and I'm not counting the robber. <laughs> that's 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 power. You you already have oh the God. advantage. I'm telling you. Okay. That's so ridiculously hilarious. You can make them hide in the closet. That's that's cool. You know, that's safe. That's like that's like typical fire drill scenario, right? But okay, we have the gorilla husband. All right? He's the main attack power. He's the force, the force of nature. But how if he goes head on with the robber, we want the least amount of uh damage on him. We want him to be like unharmed, okay? So, so we we're thinking home alone traps. Your kids need to think of a way to do that. <laughs> like pee on the ground or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. So he slips in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then he slips good. right into a, f a freaking uppercut by your, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a plan. Or like a wall made of knives. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Too far. No, it's I, like you don't want him to see the knives beforehand. Yeah, no, it's a special wall and it's deactivated. Come in right. I'll, you, I'll have to work on it. But I can figure something out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I just have the greatest visual of a Home Alone style warding of a robber's plan. At first, I was like, oh, the kids have to climb up on each other's shoulders and try to fight him like a weird, wavy. One of those air oh guys you see outside of uh, like car dealerships, but you mean yeah. 
ahead of time set up booby traps. Yeah. You just gave me another idea. The inflatable tube man, whatever you just described, right? Have your three kids get a huge, like, um, what's that thing? You know that freaking uh, coat, a huge coat. Have them stacked atop of each other, right? To give the illusion of a really tall man, right? So that, that's, that could be a distraction, okay? That's a yeah. last resort, though, okay? So, okay, here's, here's how I would do it. Pee on the ground. No, no, no. Okay, so drink lots of water. Have them pee on the ground. And then have your husband be out of sight. Because you don't, you don't want the robber to know he's there. You know, otherwise, he's going to be cautious. He's going to be like, because he's there for one thing. Your valuables. Okay, he wants, he doesn't want milk. He wants like the cash. Okay, or the whatever, you know. So just get the coat, get the coat, have him distract the robber, then have your husband knock him out. Simple. Is that a man over there in the corner? Then the kids jump out and they're like, no, bitch. And then by then, my husband's mid fist to the eye. Okay, if your husband knows like any, um, if he's an acrobatic, or no. if he's an acrobat, or okay, he's if not. he does, if he's like, uh, if he can climb walls, or if you have a really narrow hallway. I'm, do you think I'm married to Spider Man? I don't know what you're saying. I'm saying, you know how you can like be up in the ceiling? You know, like, nope. So, yeah, picture Spider Man up in the ceiling. But he's hanging on to the narrow hallway. You know, the wall. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Using the force of your hands and your feet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then my husband to be up there. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I'm thinking of all these plans and, and you're just laughing. Like these are I'm seriously trying to consider. Like you're trying to help me and I'm just laughing. Yeah, I'm trying to help you here. And this is funny. <laughs> I I think it's foolproof. I'm crying. Yeah. So, what do you think about that one? Or, okay, here's here's another. Okay, you just give me another. I have another pathway. So, okay, so Robert comes in. You have okay. Um, or no, you hear a bang. Right? You're like, what's that? Did someone something just fly through the window? What's this? A brick? Then you turn all the lights off, right? Or, um... Like, one at a time? Or just shut down the power. Just shut down the power, you know? Or you might even meet the robber at the power, like... You will. Yeah, yeah. You gotta pass him. Yeah, so... Have your husband hide, right? Or everyone has to hide, okay? Okay, when the robber passes through, like, a doorway... And then your husband, like... Pops out, like, Kool-Aid man. And then he, like, grabs him. They like has them in like a full Nelson. Then, then and only then, do you have your kids pee on him? On him? Yeah, on the pee, robber. Pee on the robber, not the ground. Yeah, yeah. Because he he'll be like, "What the fuck? These people are insane. They're like they're peeing on me. This is terrible. I didn't sign up for this." And so then you can just look back and like. You can even record them, honestly. You can you have free hands. You you can you can call the authorities, you know, like or I'll pee record on. it. Or you can also be on them, yeah. Oh, and then I'll say something snarky. Like like in the movies, like a you got the wrong house, bucko or like something really cool yeah. but also lame at the same time. You chose yeah. the wrong residence, mister. And then the kids high-five yeah. each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, my horse yeah. ribbon. Well, this is, your, this is still your blood relative, right? So. Oh, it is? Yeah. This I forgot, <laughs> dude. I was ready for real time. I forgot. This is. No, this is. This might not be as effective against. Uh, actually, no. It could be effective against a real time, but. But against a blood relative that you don't really know that much, then it's perfectly fine because you guys never really knew each other to begin with. But you could, it could go, you could be like, 
wait, Ricky, is that you? And then, and then everyone else is like, you know this guy? Oh my god! <laughs> Even though this you planned it, like Scooby Doo, like when you <laughs> pull the mask off. Yeah, yeah, um, so... <laughs> yeah. So, like, that. What do you think about that one? I feel like it's gonna cure me. I really do. I t- after that, no more. Fe- Once I see what my family can come together and make happen as a team, I'll have no fear at all. Right, right. Because that's what that's what it's about, right? Bringing family together. Yes. Yeah. So that was one of your fears. What were the other ones? I don't know if I can handle any of your advice for my other fears. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you. <laughs> You're like, you have a list of my fears and you're curing them with wild ass scenarios. You're like, so that was one. What's next? And then I'm, I'm, I'm helping. I'm help. I listen. I'm degree schmigree. Okay. You know what degree is? It's deodorant. Yeah. Where are you at? Like, where do you, where do you live? Florida. Sarasota, Florida. Me too. Just shut up. I'm I'm not kidding. Like you are kidding. Yeah, I wish I was kidding. Okay. Oh, okay, you're you want... lying. No, 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 no. On you're the in Sarasota, Florida, is what you're sitting here telling me. Yeah. Name one street without put your hands up and name a street. <laughs> name um. Put your hands up in the air. Don't. Okay. Yeah. Name okay. a street. Um. Street. I'll name a road. Fruitville. <gasps> yeah, right, dude. I'll name it. What did you, you do? Went, what are you doing? I, I literally live there. I don't believe you. That is a friggin' road. Okay, go. Name something else. Um, What are you looking at? What list do you have? I, I don't have a list. Okay, you know what? Beeridge. Okay, you're epping with me. You're trying to trick me. What'd you do? You I Googled my Sarasota. town where I live so that you could what freak me out and <laughs> name think street. Wanna... <laughs> you think I want to live here? No, I live here. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what's uh, going to prove to you that I live here. But okay. On the count of three, let's say our opinion on like, let's say if we like it or hate it or we'll see what we, how we feel about Sarasota. Okay. So three. Two, one. I old hate people. It. There is listen, a lot of old people. I listen to me. What high school did you go to? Oh boy, uh, I went to. Hey, Poly- you keep going so- like this. Is somebody in your ear telling you all the answers? No, it's my. It's. It- <laughs> That's no, what it it's is. my earbud. Like it's um. Yeah, but you're doing it like the FBI with two fingers. Yeah, I'm a spy. I watched your episode about how to catch a liar, and guess what? I caught one right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, I went to Polytech, Sun Coast Polytech. I don't know what that is. It's a really small school. You know what? Okay. You know, I can probably guess where you are. No, but... see? That's because you looked it up. <laughs> and now you're naming streets around it. No, no. Polytech. No, no. What a generic... It's not even a real school. Oh, so you don't so you don't live around the uh the Proctor area. I don't. Good. Uh, dude, you seriously live in Sarasota, Florida? Yes, I live in Sarasota. I I've I've been saying that. Yeah. Yeah, but you also told me to pee on a robber, so I don't really know. <laughs> but okay, that's two different things, okay? I'm just I'm 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 helping. That that was me helping. Okay, and now so this I'm gonna quiz you. Forget, forget the horse ribbon. Okay. I'm gonna quiz you. <clears throat> what is the name of the place where all the rich people walk around and shop? Downtown. That's one of them. But this is starts with a saint. Oh, Armin's. You freaking kidding me? No. No, I'm not. Do you know that I lived in Sarasota? No, I did not. 
Well, I mean, I had to look you up, but I didn't do all this research on Sarasota. Were you like, holy shit, we live in the same town? Well, yeah, I was like, I was like, damn, that's that's actually crazy. That's pretty freaking crazy. Someone's actually in Sarasota and they're doing way better than me. (laughs) 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 Wow. (laughs) Okay. Wow. I can't believe this. And you waited this long to mention it. You're much younger than me. Yes. I'm way younger. I'm way younger. Wait, I... Okay, don't say way so many times. (laughs) How old do I look? What? Uh, Like, honestly, like, maybe 20. You're close. You're 23. No, I'm 21. Yeah. My gosh, and look at you. You already have a podcast. That's so good. You're, you're already out of the, You're already out of Sarasota. You go on tour, all right? I, I don't want. I don't want to hear any of that. I'm 36. When I was 21, I was wasted in ditches in the beginning of a 10 year drug binge that would le- lend me in jail with a garbage bag worth of belongings to my name when I got out at 28. Like you're killing it. So whatever wow. you're doing, just keep doing it and stay away from drugs. Because if I had started. I was 21. Who knows where I'd be? I mean, I'm happy with where I'm at. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. It seems like everyone who lives in Sarasota, like, no, you know, you know, that's that's what drives me. The fact that I live in Sarasota, you know, it's like, because for me, there's not really much for me to do here other than go on the beach or I don't know. Like, why do you live in here? My parents brought me here, and then um, it's all I've ever known, and I'm a creature of comfort. Once I started uh, having babies and stuff, all my husband's family's here, and my sister's here. Um, But if it wasn't for them, I would love to explore other places and live in a place that isn't so effing humid and hot. That's another reason I don't go outside. Now you get it. That's why I don't leave the house. That's another reason, because I live in Sarasota, Florida. Yeah, it's so hot. It can get really, really hot. It feels like you're with that feeling. You know how you open the oven and then a wave of hot air hits you in the face. That's what it feels yeah. like when I open my front door. Yeah, so I close. We're not it. exaggerating. This is real. It sucks. I can't believe you live in Sarasota. This is blowing my mind. The rest of the podcast is screwed because I just I can't even believe it. I don't know why I'm so shocked either. I mean, it's like, it's not like a small town, but. If we're talking Florida, it might as well be a small town in comparison to like, like Tampa, Orlando, and just like. Yeah. Miami, you know, it's like, no one, no one's like, yo, let's go to Sarasota when they think of Florida. I feel like. Yeah. If they're not, you know, 60 or up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I could leave. And just, I don't know, be a, a nomad, I guess. Roman banana. Just roaming the world. Yeah, I could document my, my journey. But... Hell yeah. It's a risk. I don't know if I want to do that yet. You know? Who knows? Get a cheap RV, dude. Cheap RV. I don't know what that would be, but like... That would be cool. So are you living... <clears throat> okay, so... Do you work? Do you work uh, like a nine to five job or? I I used to. I was like, I had a couple different jobs. I worked at a deli. I worked at a gym. Oh. And it's really taught me a lot how like how much I hate Sarasota. <laughs> but like, you know, it's like you gotta do what you gotta do, right? And I know now, it's. I bet. If you started a Patreon or something, you'd have supporters willing to help. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'd need fans first, you know? Yeah. Okay, so do you do your own video editing and stuff? Yeah. Wow, you work really hard. Well, I I love it. Video editing? Yeah. Or just all of it? I I love all of it. Like Like, I really do. I don't know if people who are listening realize how much work goes into um, the video editing. It's the most time-consuming, tedious, 
thing. And I was very impressed with like the amount of videos you had on YouTube and the way that they were edited. I know how much work that takes and uh, you should definitely be being compensated some way for it. Um, but it does, you know, I, when I first started, um, I had no clue what I was doing and my husband would be like, you're spending so much time on the internet and you're making zero dollars. And I just had a feeling that something good was going to happen. So I told him to suck it and I just kept doing it. Yeah. And then, you know, he was able to quit his job. And uh, be like that. No, yeah. it's like they're, they're always like all the negative people. They're always like, you're spending so much time on the Internet or on the computer. And you're like, I know this is going to there's going to be good. Just trust me. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, I know this 100%. I'm like super confident right now. Like, you don't understand the people I'm talking to. Like, I'm, I got this. And then, yeah. So, and that's the attitude you have to keep. Yeah, exactly. You just got to keep pushing on. And that, and the fact that I live in Sarasota has been my main driving force. And it's, uh, I think it's been going well. You know, like, I like talking to people. And here I am talking to you, Tiffany. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I was a little nervous at first but i think that it's such a unique concept that it's gonna it's gonna really yeah, I'm yeah. Not, i think it's cool to be here so thanks for having me and encouraging me to dress up i've never done that on a podcast wow yeah so i'm so glad like i think people should just be free you know like if you yep. if you want to be a comedian or if you want to you want to live in florida do it you know, there's yeah. nothing stopping you. Like, you, the world is your oyster. And you are a lobster. Well, I don't know if that... Speaking of anxiety, do you want to have a rap battle? Fuck. Sorry. Excuse my mouth. I'm going to be honest with you. I was very... I was afraid you were going to ask me this. Yeah. It kept me up last night, actually. Oh, and wow. Not really, but I was like, dude, should I write some book? No, I'm not gonna. I'll just tell him no. But now that we're here. Oh, you can tell me no. Like, I'm I'll, willing. I'm cool either way. Did you? Yeah, but you probably wrote some stuff down ahead of time, you old cheating ass. And I did it. <laughs> I yes, did not did. write anything. You wrote it you... down along no, with my address. <laughs> no. Is it going to be mean? Well, I mean, it is, it is a rap battle, right? So. So we have to be mean. I can't listen. Yeah. I can't be mean. I'm. I'll rap and say nice things. I can't be mean. It's not my DNA. Feel like once you listen to mine, my my like. Not that you know what. What do you have prepared? I did not prepare it. Listen, I have nothing. Okay, you're like once you hear how fucking mean I'm gonna be to your ugly ass. It'll be easy for you. Is that what you're I'm saying? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. No, no. I okay. The truth is, there was one time that I actually wrote something, and but the result was just like far worse. Because then, if I wrote something, that would that would mean I would I'd either have to look at it or like memorize it. Because I think that's like these are good bars, but that's just like. It created a worse result because I was so focused on getting the bars that I wrote down 100%. So in turn, it just got worse. So then from then on, I just decided I'm just going to freestyle it. I'm just going to... Is that a vase in the back? That shit's whack. And then... Um... Is the battle starting? Are you talking about this? <laughs> yeah, oh, that would, be, that would be some stuff. Yeah, I would do rhymes. Oh, like that. I was going to answer. I'm like, no, it's an essential oil diffuser. I thought you were asking it for some reason. Okay, but the, but you don't have anything that I can make fun of. It looks like all very... You have to get creative. That's, how, that's, that's why you got a big brain, you know? Speaking of big brain, you have nice hair. And you know what? Here's, we're going to start right now. Okay. okay. Tiffany Jenkins. Your wall is really blank. As for your coochie, that shit stinks. I knew it was coming, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, these obvious rhymes. 
Okay, there's an empty chair in the background. All right. Why don't you go back there and just sit your ass down? You have three kids. Three, three of them. So they equal 31. That is a full adult man. Okay? If you stick to my plan from when the robber will go to your house, then you're just you're going to drive him out. No matter if he's related to you or if he's a blood relative. Because honestly, family's relative, okay? You, they, you can pick and choose as you go, all right? If you're taking my advice, it already shows that you need therapy because none of this should actually be good advice. This is all really unhelpful, all right? This may be either the worst or the best podcast you've ever been on. <laughs> but it's okay. Because it can only go up from here. Alright? Whether it be this year or next year. The path ahead for you is clear. Just keep going on tour. And don't be a whore. I'd like to make that my ringtone. That was sick. That was, that, I, felt like, I felt like that was trash. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I would have been surprised if it was amazing. Yeah. Because not, I mean, you, it's a lot to rap. Yeah, you just, um, you, ha- you have to start rhyming and then just, just keep doing that no matter what. And then, you know, I don't know, maybe you'll, you'll like it. It's just, you have to speak with confidence. And you did. And you, you were so confident at times. I was like, does this even rhyme? I don't know. It might. Oh, I thought you were ready. I hope we don't have to fight. I wasn't ready to start, but I did start accidentally. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, I'll just keep it going. Because my true rap ifs are showing. One thing it doesn't do in Florida, start snowing. Am I right? Bars. Bars. <laughs> We live in the same town. A little creepy, actually, now that I think about it. I'm looking out my window, looking for you in the bushes. I won't have a drink about it because I'm in recovery. I've been clean for 10 years. I fixed that part of my life. Now I just got to address my fears. Oh, shit. Thanks to my banana friend, I've got an awesome plan. My kids and husband and I are going to team up. And we're going to piss all over that man. <laughs> that, was, that was good. Okay, wow. You, you killed it at the end. Okay, yeah. Not the beginning or the middle. It, you, you struggled toward the beginning, but toward <laughs> the end you got it. Because that's what, that's what rapping is about. Once you, once you second guess yourself, it's over. Like, I've yeah. learned that. It's, I, I had to push through with the, with the rhymes. You know, like, just like you did, like, and then it came out better than expected, so. Yeah. And I'm not a rapper. We're not, you know, so. So when I was talking about you being in the bushes, I started feeling bad. I'm like, no, I don't really feel like he's stalking me. Maybe I should tell him I'm just kidding. And then I stopped rapping because I felt bad. Then I was like. Yeah, yeah. That's the first, uh, I think that's the first ever um, rap battle that I've done. And I'm, I'm glad it was, I'm glad it was with you. My new banana. So do you have a new fear or do you think this, this lesson? Podcast. Being a guest on podcast. Oh. Actually, that worked for me because my goal was to put fear into you. That's what you were trying to encourage me to do to others. <laughs> that was it all comes around things. full circle. <laughs> yeah. So funny. This really was uh, the funniest, wackiest most random cool podcast that I've ever been on. I've been on a lot of podcasts and not that they aren't cool, but this felt different. Therapeutic. And I say, no, (laughs) (laughs) helpful. No, No, not either of those adjectives. I would say, I think it just reminds me that life is really short and who gives a shit. Like just do whatever the hell you want. And (laughs) yeah, Wear a wig on a Tuesday at 11 a.m. with a C-shaped pillow around your neck. Yeah. B- because why not? 
Do you have any final thoughts? I hope that a lot of people find your podcast and listen to it. And I hope that you uh, keep going because I think it's really fun what you're doing. Maybe watch some YouTube videos um, on how to thwart robbers in the future so that you can maybe have like better advice. Not that your advice was bad, but it took a while for us to get to peeing on him. And I feel like if you would have led with that, we could have just saved up like peeing on him was the, that was it. That was the answer. Yeah. Um, I'll probably run into you at, randomly sometime if I leave the house. Just make sure you're wearing your banana suit so I can know that it's you. Okay. I probably won't. I, I, you know, I'm okay. You won't what? I probably won't wear it. Why? So I feel like there's a time and a place, you know. It's okay, like, but can I can I propose something to you? Sure. If you get the words Jordan mode hashtag Jordan mode podcast somehow embroidered on your banana, and you wear it out in public, tell me that people are not going to take pictures and make fun of you, and in turn promote you, and exactly what you do while you're in town. If somebody sees true. a dude walking down the road in a fucking banana suit, they're going to take a picture and be like, look at this guy. And then if it says hashtag Jordan mode, whatever, podcast, you're going to be like, what's that? And they're going to look it up and they're going to discover you. Walk through the beach and have a friend videotape you walking down the beach in a banana suit with that. But it has to be big enough so people can see it. Yeah, I, I will endure the heat. I'll be pissed if you don't do that, to be honest with you. But you have to start tagging your stuff with Jordan Mode Podcast, all your episodes, so that, so that it links to it. But if I don't see you, pictures of you on a beach with that on your, uh, in your banana suit, I'll be upset. You have the kind of personality that could get away with doing that. And then once they get to the podcast, they'll be like, this makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, I understand. I have. You I better have. do it. Okay. Okay, I'm done. You could do whatever you want. But thank you for having me. This was a pleasure. Yeah. Do you have uh, anything to shout out? No. The Jordan Mode podcast. I like to shout out the Siesta Key Beach. It's a cool <laughs> beach. Do you really live here? Yeah, I really live here. Because the way you, you said it was like, I'm going to name a beach that's near her just to confirm that. He thinks I live here, even though I don't. I live in Idaho. Anyone who lives in Sarasota and is listening to this, I wish you, I'm, I'm going to give a prayer to you, and I'm going to send you all the good luck. That was very nice of you to say that. So, well, that, that's been a Jordan Mode episode uh, 40-something. And uh, it, wow. it's uh, Tiffany Jenkins here. Uh, I gave you great advice, didn't I? So you did. It was life changing. I don't. I feel like a new person. So yeah. I'm very excited. This was a wonderful podcast, and I hope that uh, I see you on the beach in your suit, not your birthday suit. Yeah, yeah. I I will be if you happen to be. You might actually see me on the beach. Like, if you were on, also on the beach with your family. Like, in your banana suit or in general? Just in the banana suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you go to the beach? You go? Yeah. No. Oh, I don't. I, Which I, one no. is it? So, I, I only do things for business. So, I... I yeah. And personally, I, I've been to the beach. However, I, I don't like going to the beach. But I understand if I went to the beach as a banana... I could get With more attention. Hashtag Jordan mode. Yeah. And yeah. also look up somebody named, you don't have to put this in the podcast if you want to, but uh, Ross Creates, I think is his name. Uh, if you d Google it, he has millions and millions and millions of YouTube followers and stuff. He's in town. Also, he lives mm -hmm. in Sarasota. Yeah, you could ask Wait. him to be on your podcast. Oh, shit. shit. I've heard of that. him. I never knew he was uh, around here. That's, yeah, that's he actually kind of wild. Like, wow. You guys have similar vibes. Just very random and... Have you funny. spoken to him? I have not. 
Okay. He's a different demographic than me. He's like a prank guy. Yeah. And like funny prank. And I'm like old lady. My kids make me tired humor. No, I get that. But here's the thing. I think you can attract people of the younger demographic because your humor. I will say that uh, before I researched you. I was like, I didn't really have any expectations. But once I like went on your Facebook page, I was like, okay, Tiffany's actually pretty funny. Yeah. So like, and I don't really, I don't really laugh a lot. Like, or, you know, that, 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 that's what everyone says, but yeah, but I get it when you're a funny person, nobody else can make you laugh. Like you make yourself laugh. I get it. Dude, I, yes, yes, yes. You understand. And you're the funny one. Yeah. No one can make you laugh as much as you can. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Oh my lord. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the problem we we funny people have. Yeah. And um isn't easy being yeah. hilarious. It it really is. It's a curse, is what it is. <laughs> like I I could go into it all day, but we we reached the end. Yeah. Thank you for Sorry. that suggestion. And uh Keep living it up, you know. I thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Jordan Mo. We've learned a lot about how to keep your house safe from home invaders. And um I I hope you've learned something from Tiffany or I. Or better yet, not to take advice from me. So thank you and have a, a good rest of your day or night. And I'll see you on the next one. Bye.